Go ahead. Yo, yo. You ready? Yeah, man. Podcast with Tommy and Glenn. I'm Tommy. That's Glenn. Glenn, what's your ETA? Okay, ETA, 8 o'clock. Um, I do want to confirm that I did get into the office two minutes early yesterday, so I felt nice. pretty good. Um, what's going on with you here? Uh, you seem like you're a little bit late to the pod. I'm late to the pod. I'm late to life. Jeez. I'm late. I don't okay. Know. What's going on? Uh, I stayed up too late last night. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. But you know what I found, actually, and this is kind of funny. I've complained before, you know, people wonder if this pod has anything to do with my lateness. Mm. It was 6.05, and I was going to snooze again. And I said, no. I got to make sure I got enough time to record the pod. <laughs> there you so go. I got out of bed. So it helps. <laughs> it's it's helpful when you're yeah. It, it's a hard stop on how long I can snooze for. Right, right. But I accidentally motivated. had some caffeine late last night. It was an accidental ah. caffeine dose that someone dosed me. <laughs> what what time was the caffeine dosage? Seven thirty eight p.m. Oh, that's pretty late. Yeah, it, it was a, it was. I got dosed by some server at the Indian restaurant. Uh, we went we went to an Indian restaurant last night. I'd yeah. been to once before, and it's super funny in there. Like the yeah. owner's really sweet. He's like a beloved dude in the community, awesome. and he's very proud of his restaurant because it serves Indian food from like a sub, su- like a southern subcontinent of India. I don't even mm. really understand, but the. I can tell you it is different than other Indian food I have had in yeah. sometimes subtle ways and then in sometimes very different ways. Wow. Sounds but good. He, so he like brags, like, you know, the stuff you eat here, it's not going to taste like anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That sounds good. So, so you went in, so you ordered the dosa and you got an extra dose of caffeine. Sounds like I got dosed. No, I go in and I was really surprised because my server had a very thick accent and I could not understand him. And he said like, hey, you came in on the last Wednesday of the month. We do this special thing where you pick meat or vegetables and then we just bring you tons of different food from those menus. Nice. And I was like, okay. But I'm thinking to myself, like, that's an option, right? That's not my only option. (laughs) So this restaurant is really weird. The servers typically don't take your order. They have you scan a QR code. Order on their website is a pickup order. And then they like bring you the food to your table with a robot. No. Like a machine on four wheels has mapped the restaurant. And rolls out to you and like has like a tray table that spins towards you and is like, take your food. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I was telling Sydney about as we were heading there. But then we get there and I'm I'm trying and it's saying they're closed on the website. And the guy's like, No, 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 you gotta pick. You either pick all meat or or not all meat, but you pick the meat version or the vegetarian version, and yep. then we just keep bringing you food. That's sick. So, <laughs> it's like, so oh, it's like shit. one of those Brazilian places almost. 
It, it is. And the owner yeah. came over and talked to me, us, and he's just like, this is how I get you guys to try a bunch of shit to see what you guys like. That way I can put it in the buffet. Wow. Yep. yep. <laughs> so he's like, I have a bunch of things that maybe you wouldn't normally order and just eat them. And everything was incredible. Great. And they brought out a dessert, which was like almost like a rice pudding. And then they brought out a tea. Uh, some sort of Indian tea that tastes somewhat similar to Thai tea, but with like less milk in it. Uh huh. That was caffeinated as fuck, man. Okay. <laughs> there we go. I got right. toast. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, that's crazy. You're blowing my mind with the robot server, though. The robot server blew my mind. I took a doctor there for work once. I was trying to recruit them, and I was like, "Hey, I've heard this place is dope." We were like right yeah. around the corner. I was like, you want to come over for lunch on us? You know, th- thanks for coming down for the interview. Happy to treat you. And we go in there and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. Yeah. Wow. That sounds amazing. The, the food is really good. Part of the reason I'm late, though, is I did just spend a little bit extra time kissing the bidet. Ah, did, did you say kissing the bidet? Giving it a little smooch. <laughs> a little butt kiss. Yeah. There you go. Um, dude, if I had a restaurant like that in Philly, I'd I'd be there tomorrow. That sounds, yeah, that sounds good. I was thinking that this is a very novel place to bring folks who visit next go around. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone decides to visit Nash, we're hitting up six one five Chutney. <laughs> this episode has been sponsored Chutney. by six one five Chutney. Use offer code. Big man Tommy G for a free <laughs> dosing of caffeine at the end of your meal. It's a hashtag double dose. Yes. There we go. I love that. What about you? What'd you do? That's good, man. Not, not you know, nothing, nothing big. I was, I cooked a dinner last night. You know, it was one of those nights where I got home and it just, the whole night went by in a flash. And the next, you know, like I walk in the door and the next thing you know, I'm in bed. But, I went in. I hate those. Yeah. Actually, I guess I have a, maybe I have a question for you. Oh. I, I have an economic question heading your way. Oh, okay. And you, and you don't have to get too into it if you don't want, but. Surely I'm qualified. A... <laughs> yeah. To give a snapshot. Um, so I go home yesterday. Um, I sit down for a minute. And then Hannah's like, I'm hungry. You said you were going to cook. And I was like, all right, I'm on it. I get up. Uh, I'm cooking a salmon dish that I got from Blue Apron. Nailed it. Fucking, fucking nailed it. She loved it. Um, we have a great dinner and we, we sat down at the table. So every, not every night, but sometimes we'd be like, let's, let's eat dinner at the table and have a conversation. It's like, all right. So we sit down at the table. Excellent dinner. Had a glass of wine with it. And then. We somehow got onto the topic of like, like ec- the home economics, and all of a sudden it's like, I'm in eighth grade. But she had a book. Okay, it's gonna sound silly, but she has a book on uh, feminism. But it's like a graphic novel, so it's like comic book illustrations explaining like feminism from the last 500 years. And she's okay. like, you gotta, she's like, you gotta look at this page. It's crazy. She's like showing me this stuff. Um, and I won't, I won't go too into it, but we ended up having a conversation about like, what are the different ways in which 
uh, a husband and wife can work or not work, but also like raise kids. And okay, so so go with me for a second. I'll I'll, I'll break it down real quick. When you're when you're single, okay, you get a job. Let's say this is this is I'm gonna make numbers that don't make any sense, but just go with me here. You're single, you have a job, you make a hundred dollars a week, and you take care of yourself. Okay. <clears throat> but when you're married, now you gotta think about two people. So if the one partner doesn't work, and this is how it used to be, you know, up until the nineteen hundreds, that partner the the husband has to make two hundred dollars a week to support a family of two let's just say right because if a hundred is good for one person live comfortably now you got to make two hundred or close to it to support two people okay you with me still two people two hundred yeah two people you got to make two hundred live comfortably like take care of a house you know have a nice car have food on the table. Okay, so you need 200 for two people. So the, the husband has to make sure that he has a good job to provide for a husband and wife. Then you throw kids in the mix. If you have kids, well shit, now you, now you better be making 250, 300 a week to provide for yourself, your wife, and your kids. If the wife doesn't work. Okay, but then you flash forward to the 20th century, like barely 50 years ago, and now it's like, okay, the wife can work too. The wife can work, and she can make $100 a week, but who's home taking care of the kids? Because if both partners are working 9 to 5, you got to pay for childcare, right? you got to figure out daycare. you got to get a nanny. So you got to be making enough so that you can have a little bit of extra to pay for childcare. So what's left over? You know, maybe, maybe a little bit left over, maybe not. Okay, that's the that's the basic math on the on the setup. And I guess my question for you is like, how do you feel now? Right, you're the breadwinner in your household. Um, Sydney works, but I don't. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know your guys' total economic situation, but it seems like, you know, you're making two and she's making one. But tell me how that, like, leads over to the rest of the, the home situation. Should I answer in the form of an essay? No. <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry if I was long-winded. You can, <laughs> no, no, you can go as short It just sounded like a... I was, I was laughing because I thought this was the Math B Regents for a second. <laughs> I was getting my graphing calculator out. Um, all right so all right let's walk through each one of my monthly reoccurring expenses itemized no uh, on on average no uh i think i i don't know i think the answer to your question is that society in the the free market just made all the money worth half (laughs) so Mm. having a woman work is the same as when just a man worked but now it's two people 
to support what is supposed right. to be an the essential cost of life. Living, the cost of living across the board has just gone crazy. Well, yeah. And the, the yes. In, in terms of, I don't know, what should be possible, like what was possible for the boomers in their economy, uh, we, we essentially have been robbed. But mm. I, I don't know uh, the exact answer to your question other than the more money you make, <laughs> the easier it is to right. pay for things. <laughs> right. Right. Like, uh, ask me ask me the question specifically. Okay. What specifically <laughs> did you want My to know? My question for you is, what does it look like for you in Sydney in terms of who's working, who's making, you know, like, what is the balance of work to, like, taking care of the household, to use an old phrase, the phrase. And then, you know, the factor of, like, you have Jacob. So is that split between the two of you? Um, like, when Jacob is home? Uh, or does one person do more? Like, how does that balance out? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So I take care of 85% of what Jacob needs when he's home. Um, cause he's my kid. Yeah. And Sydney mostly helps by supporting me in like the in-between spaces and especially with my new job getting, uh, and by the way, this is bad news. The car clock is seven and I haven't left. Shit. And, uh, the car clock was seven yesterday when I got there. So I don't know what time it is, but the car clock is seven. Jeez. I got bad. I got bad news too. I think my heater just busted. Your heater? There's no heat coming out of the vent. <laughs> How cold on. is it? Um, I mean, I'm okay. I'm gonna be okay, but it's like, do I have a car problem now? Is there gas in the tank? Yeah, uh, I'm almost full. Okay. I feel like could I have exhausted the heat at some point? Like run out of it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't No. So like the heat is coming from the engine exploding six six feet in front of your face. Right. So like there should never not be a hot car to provide you I've, with I've with got hotness. the heat turned all the way up, but the air is not hot. Well, just give it a minute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's about to blow. I'm sure it'll heat up. Uh, <laughs> I guess I, I, I don't know. Maybe a hose fell off from, from the heat spot into the car spot. I don't know. Fuck. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. So back to home ec. Uh, I t- do most of Jacob. Sydney does most of house. Um, I've started doing more of house because it makes her so happy. Uh, but And I used to do very bad with house at my last <laughs> job because I was miserable and gone a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was gone like two to three nights a week, and it sucked. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the answer. I I think like whoever is home more should do more around the house, and I think that that I think that that's what occurs. Yeah, um, I mean that's the easiest way to to break it down. Um, do you? If I may ask, do you currently make more than Sydney with your work? Yes. I, because she's just starting her business. Right. But I've usually have made somewhere 
yeah, like <clears throat> for anywhere from from double to 30, 40% more. Oh, okay. There you go. Right. But, you know, it's, it's hard to quantify because she's essentially a small business owner now who's uh-huh. getting started. Well, it's actually really easy to quantify. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <clears throat> the, the potential earnings here, yeah. uh, Mr. Rice, are... Uh... <clears throat> but, yeah, no, it's... Um... It's a wild world out there. Home ec, just the word home ec is actually, I, I'm surprisingly interested in the feeling that I feel because I, mm. I mostly didn't tame, take home ec. And I think when I did take home ec, I like talked to the teacher. Uh, I can't remember if this is Goshen or Chester. I think it must've been Chester. I'm not sure, mm. but I was just like, Hey, you know, this kind of stuff, you know, this isn't really my thing. Can I just like, can I just like get a B or something and I'll leave you alone? Which I have approached multiple teachers when I was in high school and been like, hey, so you know, let's talk about the grade. What are you thinking? Yeah, this history, uh, it's not really my thing. Yeah. Uh, it was in math. I when I switched schools, uh I was in Goshen. I can't remember that it was a young, like Italian looking math teacher. Um, the curriculum didn't line up from Chester to Goshen. And I was like ahead and behind in math simultaneously. Jeez. Are you, are you talking, uh, you're not thinking of Mr. Guarneri. This is a woman. I don't know. I'm Mr. Guarneri. Okay. No, All I right. don't know. It was a woman, but I talked to her. And I was like, listen, my mom is going to kill me if I don't have, like, at least a B plus. Um, I don't know what's going on in this class because I am left behind by the system. I was like, if I just, like, pass the math B regions, can I just be done with math forever? And uh, I took the math A, like, and then six months later took the math B and barely passed it and then just didn't take math basically for most of high school somehow. I, okay. So math was your stumbling block. It sounds like. And well, math is, was harder for me. Uh, math tests specifically, but like I am good at math. It just takes me a longer time than it takes most people. Cause mm. the number, mm. the numbers get fumbled around in my head. Uh, cause it's my ADD or whatever. I think my brother had similar issues. Uh, You know, Colin, I think, is a very, very smart person. But he always kind of struggled with math. And, but, like, he definitely understands the concepts. It's just when he sees, like, decimals and fractions and percents, like, his brain just gets jumbled. Yeah, I, like, I have an easier time with algebra and, like, uh, solving for X and substitution and uh, figuring out the angles of triangles than, than I do with like weird uh, subtraction like 97 yeah. minus 13 or something I, I mean I'm getting better at it because actually Warhammer <laughs> forces you to do a bunch of math um 
if you want to play quicker, you yeah. have to like use mass Wait, are you, are you simplify things. Are you? Do you actually have problem solving ninety seven minus thirteen? Well, as I'm thinking about it, that's maybe not the best example, but it's uh, 97 minus 3 is uh, 94, so that's 84. But there you I, go. All right. Okay, good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have to do a lot of <laughs> gymnastics to do the basic math, but then the more yeah. the stuff that you can, like, abstract or, or like, graph and visualize, yeah. I, I do yeah. better with. But you, you had, you had I, to be worried there for a second. Oh, you should be worried. Like I get, I, like I'll be talking to to someone about large numbers at work, and I'll just like be a couple thousand off, and just hey, it's a couple thousand. No big deal. That's amazing. All right, what? I got confused. Thirty-seven minus twenty-five. I wasn't sure. It's <laughs> good. Wow. Uh, I, no, but home ec, yes. did you take home ec? That's where I was going with this. Yeah, I, I did. I I barely remember home ec. Uh, we took, um, I think it was home ec. We, we did cooking. I remember cooking in home ec. Um, that was fun. You there? Hold on. I'm texting my boss, I've decided, because things are getting dicey. Yeah, I got uh, to roll, too. Yo, you're leaving? Well, I'm in the garage. I'm stepping out because now I'm two minutes over. Um, and I still you don't want, you don't want to be later on. just to talk to me about home ec? Well, yeah, I was kind of slowly getting going. But I was saying <laughs> I, re- I remember cooking. I remember, like, making mac and cheese in home ec. Yeah, I didn't do any of that. That was about it. It was fun. Uh, All right. Well, I'm Tommy. That's Glenn. This is a mess. It sounds like Glenn's <laughs> a 702 to 704. <laughs> Okay. I'm looking five to nine Jeez. over. It's not good. It's not good. I'm walking in. It's going to be three minutes over officially. I wonder if my boss will accept that I got unexpectedly dosed last night. Is there anything <laughs> like, Tell him. All right. Yeah. Have a good day. I'll see you. See you next week.